Tonight on Sci-Fi Saturday Night, cooking with the Daleks. Enjoy the recipe that will exterminate your species. We will begin a mass invasion. We'll tell your people to surrender now and avoid war. It is now time for us to put Earth under our roof. It's your sacred duty to tell us the truth. Confess, confess that we will give you witchcraft. You expect me to believe that you can overrun the entire world? We cannot be defeated. We have never been defeated. That is the message to bring your people. Yeah, they're dead. They're all messed up. Five by Saturday night. Beginning in 2019, all Area 51 recordings of Sci-Fi Saturday Night have been enhanced with riboflavin and more than seven essential audio nutrients to help augment your listening experience. Tonight, episode 408, we look forward with great excitement to listening to people talk while wondering, what is the capital of Peru? Interesting, you say? Perhaps. Candy floss for the years? Absolutely. On board for tonight's podcast? Our own prestidigious prestidigitator of protons and electrons sitting at the Sci-Fi Saturday Night Gaming Console and Help Desk. It's Kriana. <laughs> That's just plain freaking creepy. Nice job. <laughs> Reference librarian to robots and other non-human sentience. Her newest degree in crypto numismatics. Please join us in welcoming, welcoming Cyborg University's preeminent reference librarian with an inch of standing water wherever she goes lately. It's Zombrarian. So she plays that now. But when I brought home the creepy doll that used to live under my desk at work before the flood, somehow it's not okay to have in the house and I shouldn't bring it back here if I intend to not be divorced <laughs> yeah that, that was very creepy stuff I, I gotta admit it absolutely was joining us later hopefully is three card Monty enthusiast and the man who thinks light sticks are magic awake by Java and me I'm just your host a man with a dream of free farm farm fresh free range mango salsa they call me the dome uh, our guest tonight, for the first half or first third or however long it happens to take before we gets tired of us and leaves, is is a guy that we've actually known uh, since we started doing the show way way back when, uh, and bumped into him at at the very first Boston Comic Con we were at, which was in the in the like basement of some hotel in the center of Boston. And you had Johnny Raygun. And it's, tonight, it, it's Johnny Raygun himself, Rich Woodall. Rich, welcome finally to Sci-Fi Saturday Night. It's been for freaking ever. It, it has. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me on. I really, uh, I'm looking forward to talking to you guys. It's, you know, it was funny because I was at some, some teeny little one-day, one-shot, hey, we got some stuff here show in Nashua about a month and a half ago. Yeah. 
and and it was basically ninety percent vendors and maybe two or three two or three artists and son of a bitch there you were and we just got to talking and I went why haven't you been on the show and you basically said I don't know <laughs> yeah and, and it's one of those things I love science fiction a lot so uh, so yeah I I uh, and I've listened to you guys uh, for, for like you said. Like we've known each other forever, so uh, yeah, I'm, this, this is pretty cool now. And I mean, you you know, I and I've talked to you about Johnny Reagan a dozen times at least, and how much fun it is, and what a great uh, what a great run it was. And then you know, as as I'm talking to you last month or like six weeks ago, uh, you you just finished kickstarting your your latest book, uh, Space Force. Yeah, uh, it's space. So Space Force, uh, I, I, I have the printed books in my hands now, uh, and I'm I'm moving them at at, uh, at conventions. I I finally fulfilled everything, uh, which I'm really happy about. Um, but it's uh, Space Force is what you would imagine it is. It's uh, our 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 amazing president, um, and you can take amazing however you would like. Uh, well, why don't we take it the way you did it? <laughs> uh, which was this this amazingly wonderful farce uh, that is just uh, just funner than hell to look at, oh. and 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 your 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 caricatures are out of this world hilarious. The 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 book itself, which I now have, is wonderful. Oh. Uh, <laughs> And the the only thing that I would have done differently is yeah. for me it would have been Space Commander Russell Stover, but I no. think there might have been a, like a, 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 a you know it might have infringed on somebody else's copyright, but it just or, would have been funny now. <laughs> or could it have been product placement and earned some extra <laughs> Space Force income? That, that's what I was not thinking about. I should have been thinking about product placement a lot more when I was writing that. <laughs> I feel like the most effective way to do product placement is to put the product in your media of whatever type and then write to the company and say, hey, you owe me $30 million. <laughs> on every page. <laughs> yeah, it could have ended up being the new Michael Avenatti poster, but, you know, it wasn't, thank God. <laughs> exactly. Oh, how nobody saw that that guy coming. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, who would have thought? You know, right. trying to get twenty million out of Nike, the back door. Right. Nice right. Job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, with Space Force, I really tried to. Uh, I tried to make fun of everybody, like and. Uh, just uh, you know, I I, I kind of see the ridiculousness on all sides. I think there's there's a little more on certain sides, but uh, but yeah, I try to try to keep it pretty fair and just poke fun at everybody and everything because uh, uh, it's 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 scary and it's funny at the same time. Um, it's a little concerning at other times. Extremely concerning, and I think w what you did was you you took. A ridiculous statement made by a ridiculous politician and turned it into this wonderfully ridiculous story. Nice job. <laughs> Thank you very much. I, I, I did have a good time writing it. Um, I, I, I was lucky enough to find an amazing artist to, uh, to illustrate it. 
Um, Dennis Hart, uh, who's a guy who lives in lives in Tennessee, he uh, is an amazing caricature artist, and uh, and you know jumped right on the book with me when uh, when when I approached him about it. And uh, yeah, it was it was kind of a crazy little ride for a little while. I didn't think I was going to do it, and then he mentioned it again, and I thought, well, now I kind of have to do it, you know. We uh, we've already done some sample pages and, uh, you know, he's talking about it again. I might as well strike while the iron's hot. It's uh, it's a lot of fun and it's it's reminiscent of uh, the kind of farce and parody that makes it fun to read. So, I mean, good job. Seriously, seriously, a lot of fun. I, I I really appreciate it. And right now you're working with uh, Joe Schmalky, who's who's been on the show a few times as well, for a series called uh, Electric Black. Yeah, um, Joe and I we we've, we've been friends for a while now, and um, it's one of those things where we were kind of every once in a while we would talk to each other and kind of pitch each other ideas and a little back and forth and, and Joe had this idea for, uh, for a comic to pitch to scout comics, which is kind of an up, up and coming small publisher. Uh, and, uh, and he, he talked to me about it and we started brainstorming and, and he had the title and he had, he had a, a basic idea of kind of where he wanted to go with it and, and was nice enough to to bring me along, and and uh, we built like this really cool, scary place that uh, you know it evolved as we were writing it, and uh, you know we both write it and we both draw it, which is is something that uh, uh, you know a lot of people are having a hard time wrapping their head around. How do okay, you guys- yeah, me being one of them. So how the well, hell does that actually work? So, so we both plot the book. We, you know, we'll, we'll have a meeting, we'll sit down and we'll go, okay, in issue one, we want this, this, and this to happen. And is, you know, in issue two and three, same thing. Um, and then we'll kind of go. So the way the book is structured, it's, it's, it doesn't have a, a formula necessarily. Um, the first issue is very much uh, a tales from the crypt type type book where, um, the, the entire book is about a, a, an, an antique shop that has cursed items in it. It's got a demon proprietor, uh, our, our Julius black. Um, and, uh, each of the items have a story behind them. So in a tales from a crypt type way, each of those items could have a story that they could tell, um, where we would go into like these little sub stories, um, the way that we're trying to make it different is um, we want to tell the story behind the Crypt Keeper. So we're telling the story about the Electric Black, the shop itself, and about um, about Julius and um, and Junebug and uh, Jack and Roy who run the shop, and um, and they have a history. and And you're going to slowly find out. Um, kind of the motives behind the shop itself. The shop is is kind of an entity of its own, of its own, and um, and and it's we're going to slowly reveal why it's doing the things it's doing, and um, and it's it's kind of interesting. So the first issue 
has uh, uh, a little bit of the main story, and then it has two sub-stories focusing on the items. The second issue has, it's half and half. So it's half main story and half a sub-story. And then the third issue is all main story. So we're really kind of all over the place, but but the way Joe and I have been... (laughs) I know. Uh, w- the way we've kind of broke it up is uh, we both write the main story. Um, you know, we w- one of us may write it uh, physically down. We'll kick it back and forth for dialogue and stuff. And then the sub stories, usually one or the other grabs. Um, so in the first issue, we each have one sub story that is completely ours. Um, you know, we, we both kind of compare notes and make sure we're, we're all doing, you know, things that, that are kind of in the interest of the book. Um, but, but those are kind of like our little children. (laughs) Um, and then we, so, yeah. So, I mean, in, in the first edition, which I'm looking at right now and, uh, wow, is this is, this is a very different, uh, style. Yeah. That's, that's really, really, Nice. But Thanks. what it starts off with uh, the open story of here we are and it sets up your main characters. Yeah. Uh, and, and does a really good job of setting up June Bug and, uh, and your. Uh, Julius. Yep. Julius Black. I can't. I lost his last <laughs> name. And then uh, actually, I lost his first name. And then. Uh, <laughs> um, the the ne- the next story et is the rat ship which is yeah. written and drawn by you yes yeah and uh one of the neat things about this is uh, i i love to kind of push myself and try different things um this is the w- one of the reasons this particular book got me really excited talking to joe about it was it's going to give me an opportunity to try different styles. And as you can see in that one, I, I digitally painted everything. It's not my traditional uh, pencils and inks kind of thing. Um, and and I, it's not your traditional uh, stylistic either. Yeah. I mean, the, the way it looks, it's, it's a very, very different, very raw look. And it, it's great. Thank you. Thank you. It, it, and like I said, in the second issue, I'm doing a totally different style. You know, I'm looking at more European artists and stuff. Not that, not that I'm going to be able to pull that off really well, but um, you know that I, I'm trying to take all these different influences that that I I love and um, kind of bring them to the surface in this book. Now, um, here, here's here's part of what I see as being really really interesting. After that story ends, the next story is Bixby's Miracle drops which is both written and drawn by Joe. Yep. Yep. And there are certain things that by definition, the two of you have decided that, you know, black has to look a certain way and and June bug has to look a certain way. And both of you have incorporated them into your stories. And yet both of them have a very different look and a very different feel to them. Yeah. um, That that's definitely. So, with the main story itself, um, both Joe and I drew that, which some people can't tell the difference, which is which is really good for us. Um, I I tried to adapt my my style a little more towards what Joe does, 
um, with the the way that I was inking and stuff. And and then in the and then in the sub stories, you know, we kind of did our own thing. And and in the main story, it's it's a very true collaboration. Um, Joe and I, you know, for for several of the pages, um, we would kick them back and forth with layouts. Um, I, I colored the entire thing to to kind of keep a consistency across across the board with color, um, but then Joe colored uh, Bixby, and and you can see like he's got such a re- a unique color palette, yeah, um, <laughs> and it's really really cool with his style. So so each of these stories are really their own little pieces of art. And, and we have a great time doing it. We're so excited to work scout. Uh, this is, this is something that not a lot of people know. Um, we, we got our numbers back from diamond and, and, uh, this is the highest selling scout book of all time. Very cool. Yeah. We're very, very cool. Yeah. And then in, in a, in an homage to the, Mary Marvel Marching Society, you have a, <laughs> and boy, people really have to go back to remember that one. Uh, you, you, you have screaming into the void at the end of the, uh, yeah. at the end, at the end of the book, which is ostensibly a Stan Lee esque <laughs> question and answer, uh, of, of people that aren't really there to people who aren't really there. Uh, <laughs> And it, it's basically you and Joe having fun with each other at this one. Uh, and it's, it's, it's very cute. Very cute. Yeah, we, we really want, that's going to be a reoccurring thing. And we really want to uh, encourage reader interaction. We, we, we feel it's really important to, uh, to build our base, um, to, to get a lot of that interaction. And we want to, uh, uh, through screaming into the void, um, we're going to try to incentivize people to, to write us and, and print our letters. We'll print their letters. Um, Julius or Jack, you know, maybe we'll, we'll answer all the letters and, uh, anybody that gets their letter printed, we're going to send them a signed copy of the book. Um, so we're, we're really excited about that. We're scouts scouts been so good to us and they've kind of let us do almost whatever we want. Um, it, doing creator own books is, is a ton of fun because you can do kind of whatever you want. And then when a publisher um, allows you to continue that, it's, it's, it's kind of special. Right. And, and, you know, it's, it's always fun to, to see someone that, you know, and someone who you like how they work and what they do move out of their comfort zone into something else and really sure. do something very different. And I think, I don't know, for Joe, he's always worked well with other people. He plays well <laughs> yeah. with others. He absolutely yeah. does. Yeah, but, he does. But I mean, for you to share both drawing and writing with someone else, you know, has to be a little on the, <laughs> just on the edge for you. And well, I get I- that. I'll definitely tell you that uh, anybody that's worked with me uh, one-on-one on a, on a book like this will know I'm a giant pain in the ass. Uh, <laughs> and uh, uh, so I don't know if you guys remember the book I did. Oh, geez. Not too long after you met me, Zombie Bomb. Can't I remember uh, it very well, yeah. Uh, so uh, 
at, at one of those Nashua shows, uh, I got to introduce Joe to my former Zombie Bomb partner, Adam Miller. And uh, as I was introducing him, uh, I, I told Adam, I was like, so Joe knows what kind of hell you went through with Zombie Bomb. And they just both <laughs> laughed. And yeah, <laughs> I, I, I'm a bit of a control freak. Um, I'll admit that. And, uh, you know, <laughs> Joe and I have a have a very good time. You know, sometimes we don't agree on stuff, but it's it it ends up being, uh, you know, we're like brothers that that kind of fight for a little while and and listen to each other. And we're both coming at it from, uh, you know, points of view where we want to make a better book. So um, so it's 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 pretty it's pretty cool. And, and you know, Joe's Joe's an amazing professional. He it, it's really cool to uh, to work with another writer and artist who um, who is so excited about the project and, and is getting into it. And I, I have a little bit of that working with Craig Russo on uh, uh, Kyra Alien, Jungle Girl. You know, um, you know, he wasn't writing with me, but we would kick ideas back and forth. And um, it's it, it's really cool. I've been very very fortunate to work with the creators that I've worked with because they're all very passionate people and uh, and and I'll put up with me. <laughs> <laughs> I I think you sell yourself a little on the short side, but I'll let you get away with it for now. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a, a new project, and I'm quickly searching for it now. Um, um, you've got a new Kickstarter coming up, at, yeah. and it's going to have one of your your newer creations uh, bundled with one of your older. Uh, well, yeah. I don't want to say older, but I want to say more classic because yeah. no, you know, like <laughs> Johnny Raygun is is a, is a classic series at this point. Thank you, thank you. Yeah, uh, I, uh, so. So the, the hopefully short version of the long story is about 12 years ago, um, Eric, Lar uh, my buddy, Matt Talbot, who, who I worked on Johnny Reagan with, uh, and I, we had done a lot of work with Eric Larson, uh, and, and his Savage Dragon. We'd done some backup stories and pinups and, and different things. And, um, we had just finished our, uh, sixth issue of Johnny Reagan. And we were kind of thinking about, oh, what can we do next? And uh, uh, a guy reached out and, and asked us to do a commission of Johnny Raygun and Savage Dragon together because Johnny Raygun has a Dimension X and Savage Dragon has a Dimension X. And they thought it would be a neat commission to have together. They were a fan of both books. And, of course, we jumped at that, thought it was a great idea. We did a, did a pinup. And uh, he posted it on the image boards and said, oh, wouldn't this be a great team up? Uh, it'd be a cool book. And Eric said, yeah, do it. And, <laughs> and yeah, do it. Just, yeah. just freaking do it. And Matt and I's jaws just dropped. And um, and we contacted Eric and said, are you are you serious? Are you 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 really don't mind if we do that? And he's like, yeah, go, you know, go for it. Pitch me on an idea. And uh, we, we wrote up a couple ideas. He, he kicked some stuff back and forth, and, um, and he gave us the blessing on, on a script, uh, or, or on a concept, I should say, 
Um, and we, we were off and running and we, at the time, so this is again, 12, 13 years ago, we did 40, 42 pages of it. And then, um, our, our publisher, Ralph, uh, who, who, uh, had published, uh, Johnny Reagan, uh, he lost his job. Um, so he no longer had any money to, uh, to throw it at this, this vanity project of ours. And, um, uh, we, we both Matt and I, uh, bought houses at the same time. Um, yeah. so, so you have no money. <laughs> so we had no money and we had to, we had to do a lot of freelance to pay bills. So, uh, there the Johnny Reagan Savage Dragon team up book sat, uh, with, with, about 10 pages left to be illustrated and it sat there for, for, for 12 years. Um, I do a Patreon, uh, page and, and on the Patreon page, I, I, I try to do, uh, a page or page, uh, a week or a page every two weeks of a new comic just to, I, I like to keep busy. It's a way for me to create new content and, and keep in touch with, with, uh, with people and um, I had just finished uh, the uh, the Sergeant Werewolf book that, that we'll talk about in a second. And I thought, what's the next thing I'm going to do? And I thought, you know, I've got this book that's been sitting here for 12 years unfinished. All I have to do is draw 10, you know, 10 more pages and uh, and color it and letter it. And uh, and I'll have I'll have a year's worth of content here. And so I did, I started, started coloring it. I finished the 10 pages. Um, I think I redrew a couple of the pages that I had already drawn cause they were really horrible. Um, my, my inker, uh, Ken McFarlane was nice enough to, uh, to continue to ink the, the 10 pages that followed. And, um, and I talked to Eric a couple weeks ago saying, Hey, I <laughs> we're gonna kickstart this thing. Is that okay with you? Because it's been forever. <laughs> said yes. Remember please. that thing we did like years ago? Yes. Well, here we are. Here, yes. Here's an idea. So so in May, uh I I had promised uh the, the Patreon people right after I I finished Sergeant Werewolf that um, after the Space Force Kickstarter is fulfilled, I was going to do a Sergeant Werewolf Kickstarter, and I had a lot of excitement about that. Um, Sergeant Werewolf, just as uh, real quick, is is a World War II horror. Uh, Sergeant Werewolf fir first showed up in the pages of Johnny Reagan over ten years ago um, as just a background joke, <laughs> and, um, <laughs> and and it seemed like a fun idea to, uh, to continue with and do a little story. So I did a 32 page story on Patreon, uh, with, with that. And I wanted to do a Kickstarter with it. And then, uh, I, uh, scout is, is, uh, keeping me really, really busy. They, they have a, they signed another project of mine that I can't really talk about yet. And there's a there's a third project that that I'm working on with another friend of mine, uh, Mark Welzer, who's a, a Savage Dragon fan um, that that's called Gods of Brutality. And that is I'm going to be pitching around at some point and that that's going to be cool. Anyway, I get I get sidetracked. Um, so I wanted to do the Sergeant Werewolf Kickstarter 
And then I thought with all these other projects, it's going to take me another year or so to kickstart the Johnny Reagan Savage Dragon book. And then I thought, why don't I just kickstart them both together um, and, and give people the option. You can either buy a, a Sergeant Werewolf book or you can buy a Savage Dragon Johnny Reagan book, or you can buy a bundle of both and I can get my cost down for, for, for printing and a bunch of other stuff if I if I kind of group all this stuff together and and do one Kickstarter versus bugging the crap out of people uh, twice. <laughs> so so that's gonna so May May I'm shooting for uh, launching that and and gonna shoot for ten grand, which is is uh, four grand more than I did on Space Force. But I'm kind of hopeful that with both of these properties, uh, there'll be some interest. Well, you do us do us a favor and make sure that uh, when the Kickstarter is up, you let us know so that we can do some uh, promotion for you at this end, so that the listeners who may not necessarily know you on Kickstarter but know you from here or have known you from here from seeing you at at Boston Comic Con or, or Granite State Con uh, can uh, can hop on that wagon because Lord knows uh, <laughs> it's not it, there's never a dull moment. You always find something different, something original. I mean, Johnny Reagan, when I first looked at it, I said, boy, this has really never been done like this. Oh, I, I mean, this this is a standard sci-fi story. This is a standard sci-fi comic book, but it's never been done this way before. Oh, and I just kind of went, Wow. Thank you. Matt and I really, we, we've always said, this is our, our kind of line for Johnny Reagan is that that was, that was our love letter to silver age comics in general. And especially yep. Marvel. It, you know, we're, we're both such giant uh, Marvel zombies. You know, Jack Kirby is, is, is our God. He, he, <laughs> you know, I, I have, I have two bookshelves filled with Kirby books and, um, I just, I absolutely love everything that guy did. And he's so inspirational to me. And, and we wanted to do a book that had kind of modern sensibilities wrapped up with, with, you know, the, the silver age sensibilities. And, and, you know, we, uh, a long time ago, John Byrne had said something and, and I might be misquoting him from this. <laughs> this it's been a while since I heard it. Um, he said something like, well, if I, if they won't let me write, and draw X-Men, I'll just make my own X-Men. And then next men came along, you know? <laughs> yeah. And, and that's kind of how I felt with Johnny Reagan. You know, Matt and I wanted to do the Fantastic Four. That was our favorite book. And so we did Dr. Oog and and his family. And, and that was our Fantastic Four. And so anytime we wanted to do a Marvel-type character, we would just kind of throw our twist on it and... I guess Johnny's kind of our Captain America-ish. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, well, the thing Captain for America. me was, the thing that made it work for me was it was this Silver Age stylistic comic with this Golden Age sci-fi storyline. Wow. I mean, because it, it goes back to the, the space operas and the, 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 the Heinlein's, uh, you know, early stuff. And I just kind of went, yeah. Yeah, this works at so many levels, oh, and and I, I've loved it ever since. And you know that because we've talked about it repeatedly. 
<laughs> I do, I do, and I, I love to, I, I, I will never uh, stop loving talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so you did mention that you have a Patreon page. How yeah. does, how's that working out for you? Does it, does it do what you thought it was going to do the way you thought it was going to happen? You know, so <laughs> I'll give you the, the short, long story version of that too. Um, when I, st when I started it, uh, I was, I was trying to figure out my, my wife was really sick. Um, she, she had all kinds of problems. She couldn't work anymore. And I was trying to figure out a, a way to, to earn some extra income. And, uh, and I, I don't even remember who somebody turned me on to, to Patreon. And, and, um, I looked at it a little bit and thought, well, you know, if I make 50 bucks a month, uh, and I, and I'm creating new content, you know, it's going to help a little bit. And, um, you know, it, it gives me, it gives me a little extra every month and it always comes in handy. Um, and I'm creating new content and, and, and a lot of the things I do on there, I show a lot of behind the scenes things. I'll show sketches, I'll show, uh, concepts for upcoming things that I'm going to pitch that I don't show on Facebook or Twitter. Um, uh, I do, uh, there's different tiers. So, at, at different tiers, you can get sketches and stuff, and uh, and a lot of the guys that that uh, that are at the higher tiers, I have a couple guys that that do fifty dollars a month. They save their uh, their their money, and um, they save up like four months worth or something, and then I do a larger commission for them, um, which helps me out because I'm very slow and I'm always behind on my commissions. But, uh, <laughs> But as as uh, as as a money making thing, it's 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 great. It's definitely helping me. Um, it, it's also it it, for, it pushes me to, to create new content. I I I am honest and say I have no idea what I'm going to do after the uh, the uh, Johnny Reagan Savage Dragon team up thing finalizes. I've got three more pages to post on that, uh, and then it's wrapped up. And, um, and then I got to figure out a new project on there. Um, and that, that's one of those things where I'm super excited and a little nervous about because <laughs> I've had it so easy with all these pages being created ahead of time. Um, now I'm going to be behind. <laughs> so, uh, what's your convention schedule look like for this year? Oh boy. Um, I, I, off the top of my head, I'm not sure I should have had that info ready. Uh, I know for the next month, uh, I've got I've got shows almost every weekend uh, wow. coming up, which is going to be, and I'm sure I'll see you at a couple of them. Uh, Chris's uh, Chris's comics, he he's got a show in uh, Seabrook, I think. Yeah, um, I'm going to be at that here. I can pull up my calendar real quick. That'll help me. <laughs> Just look at Saturday; it'll tell you a lot. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris's comics is is uh, Saturday the sixth of April. Um, on from the twelfth to the fourteenth, I've got Empire State Comic Con. Um, oh, I've got Easter weekend off. That's that's good. <laughs> uh, on the twenty seventh of April, I've got the uh, the Little Giant Show in Concord, New Hampshire. And uh, then we jump into May. Oh, wait. Uh, where is it? Oh, uh, April 24th. Um, I'm going to be doing, hopefully, a, uh, a tour signing for the Electric Black. Um, 
uh, at Jetpack and at Friendly Neighborhood Comics, and I believe that's entertainment. <laughs> um, so we're going to be doing three or four uh, store signings that day, uh, that Wednesday, uh, April 24th for the Electric Black. Um, Jetpack ordered uh, a ton of an exclusive cover uh, that I drew, and so we're really excited about getting that out there. And then um free comic book day at jetpack on may 4th and then on the 18th is the southern new hampshire comic bash in nashua uh 18th of may and then and then i've got uh you know i've got a couple random things uh local stuff and then then in august i have boston uh, and then on my birthday weekend, which I'm super, super excited about, my favorite show of the year, uh, the Baltimore Comic Con. Um, uh, it's it's that if you guys have never done the Baltimore Comic Con, nope. it is, it's an amazing show. Um, the the guys who put on that show uh, from the top down. Uh, all the way down to like the staff that gives you snacks and stuff are all amazing people. And, um, and they, they have become a family um, to me over the last uh, 10 years or so. Um, and that that's just been one of my all time favorite shows. And this, this year it just happens to be on my birthday. So I'm, I, I am so, so excited about going to that. Well, from Johnny Ray Gunn to Sergeant Werewolf, it's been a cool ride thus far. It looks like it's going to be a lot better. Rich, thanks for joining us tonight. It's really, it's been way too long. Let's not make sure it's not another 10 years. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Sci-Fi Saturday Night is the official podcast of Granite Con, Keen Comic Con, Plastic City Comic Con, booksandboops.com, and cardhubs.com. Visit Comic Art House for some of the best deals on original art from dozens of your favorite artists. If you're looking for a great gift book for the rapidly approaching Saints within Spain, you can consider looking by Saturday to this first anthology, My Peculiar Family, now on Amazon and at barnesandnoble.com. Our intro is provided by Rock. From all of look at poplocks.com. We got some sauce. It's amazing. The outro is listening to now. Provided by Lawrence Made Me Cry. Your group can be found at LawrenceMadeMeCry.com. A big hello to the Hey, thanks to the gang for joining us tonight. From the Peabody Tunnel, the sweet pretty sound. Thank you so much. It is. And Java, thanks for showing up before the show and not making it over the show. saying, Terry and Jeannie, shared pain and lessons, shared joy and peace. Enjoy the games. I know.